Hello, beautiful souls. On today's podcast, the Provoking Prosperity Podcast, I had my beautiful guest, Mariah Kimball, on, who is a self-love coach or a true love mentor. She is a mom, and she has this beautiful, beautiful story of a realization of how she actually didn't truly want to be a mother after she had her second daughter. And the journey of going within and finding herself and letting it be okay that she felt this way. And because of her experience, she does this for other mothers. She loves to work with mothers in learning about themselves, prioritizing themselves, learning to tune into their intuition, their gut feeling, their mother's intuition. So if you're a mom, definitely tune into this. If you're not a mom, but you know a mom, or maybe you have family members, tune into this because there are some things that show up within this podcast that may give yourself a little permission and maybe a little acceptance in some of the beliefs that we carry about ourselves as parents or as a mother and the expectations that we put on ourselves. So let's dive in. Do you spend all of your time building and maintaining your business so that you achieve the success you envision? Do you feel frustrated, unfulfilled, and have a loss or disconnect from your creative flow? Are you a conscious leader that is ready for change when it comes to society's views on money, wealth, relationships, and what prosperity truly means? If so, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Provoking Prosperity Podcast. I am your host, Miranda Mitchell. I am a 2-4 manager who is here to empower and equip you to step out of the box of social norms, guide you into using your voice for inspiration and impact, and support you in finding what prosperity means for you so that you have the business and life that fulfills you. So grab that cup of coffee, get comfy, and get ready to hear the heartwarming and heart-wrenching personal stories, all things human design and jinkies, plus tangible practices that you can implement right now for your personal and business growth. Hello, beautiful souls. It is Miranda here diving into the Provoking Prosperity podcast. And I am here today with Mariah Kimball. And I'm just going to have her introduce herself because I truly feel that each person has their own unique way and their essence behind the way that they speak about what they do because it's who they are and what they bring. So hello, hello. So grateful that you're here. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. I'm Mariah. And I help women connect their body, mind, and soul to the love that fuels their earthly experience here in this lifetime so that they can find pleasure and satisfying success and really learn to love themselves and put themselves first, even if they're moms. (laughs) Because, (laughs) right, right. A lot of times we put being a mom first and no, I, I don't believe in that. I think if we lead from being a woman and a human first, and we guide our children from a place of filling ourselves up first, then everyone has a better experience. <laughs> and I love that you brought that because I know there is something here. I always go into the stories. I feel like stories connect people. It connects people with either struggle, triumphs, whatever it is. But I know there's a story here about the mom part. Oh, of course. I would love for you to share your story with us because it's pretty deep and it 
it's heartfelt and it's why you do what you do. Oh, absolutely. You know, so I'm a mom of two. I have an almost eight-year-old and a six-year-old. She just turned six. And I thought I wanted to be a mom (laughs) from the time I was little, you know, I did all the babysitting and things like that. And I loved being with children. I was a teacher. So I taught seventh grade literature. I just loved children. And then I had my second and my world fell apart. I had massive undiagnosed postpartum depression. I had really closeted myself into this role that I thought I had to be. Being a mom looks a certain way. A mom dresses a certain way. A mom does certain things. She puts her children first, right? And I was stuck at home with a toddler and an infant And when my first was born, she could just breathe. And I'd be like, oh, she's going to be hungry in 10 minutes. (laughs) Like That's just how connected I was to Claire. And Juliet, she was like, I, I was like, are, are you even a human? Like this, you just feel different. Your energy is so different. I can't recognize it. And so I was having a really hard time connecting with her. It was because I wasn't connecting to myself. I was a mess. I stopped going to the gym. I stopped doing all the things that make me who I am, right? And that broke me. And I had to, my husband had to take time off work. It really was like a crisis. And I I reached this point where I have a younger sister and we're definitely not close. She's a great human. I have two younger sisters and It was the very first time she ever did something really incredibly thoughtful for me. She like looked at me. I was staying with her at the time because she was so young. She was still at home while I had children and my mom was off on vacation. So I was helping with dogs and this, and she looked at me and she goes, I'll I'll take the baby. You, you, you go do what you need to do. And I literally just sat in the bottom of the shower and cried. I will never forget that moment and that gift she gave me. She never questioned me. She just said, She looked at me and she's so intuitive and she's like, you just, you do you. And so my husband, I looked at him and I said, something's going to change. So I started therapy. I did tapping. I did all the things. And I realized that you're allowed to not like being a mom. All of us have this, this vision, or we have this feeling. It's just, I think it's the same thing with marriage. We have this feeling of what it's going to look like. And I love that you shared that because there are so many entrepreneurs, there's so many moms out there that either want to be working or do not want to be working or feel stressed or do not take care of themselves, putting their kids as a priority first. But I always like to say, you know, you teach your kids the way to teach themselves. So if you are putting them as a priority, they're going to do that too, which means when they're adults, they're not going to take care of themselves because they're going to copy what you did. So I love that you bring that up because I feel like there are so many women and fathers too that Mm -hmm. have this vision of what it's going to look like to be a parent. Mm -hmm. And when it doesn't look like that, sometimes we think something's wrong with us. Oh, a hundred percent. And it's almost like a little piece of us, for lack of a better term, dies because we have this expectation and we don't meet it. And then we're devastated and we have to mourn this thing that we never really wanted (laughs) or, you know, we thought we wanted. Um, But really that's so unrealistic and it's, it's okay. I'll never forget the moment when my healer said to me, I hate being a mom. Doesn't mean I don't love my kids. And I was like, oh shit. Like, 
<laughs> yes. Like how freeing is that? Right. I can be an excellent mom. I can love my children to the end of time, but I can hate being a mom all at the same time. Mm-hmm. So that moves into what you do. Self-love, right? Yeah, I do all sorts of self-love and really diving into love and all the aspects of it. And what is true love, right? And limitless love, because, you know, there's no such thing as unconditional love because that's not love at all. So I like to say limitless love because Ooh, there let's are- go into that. Yeah. There's something. <laughs> unconditional love is not love at all. No, right? Go deeper into that. Explain that. Yeah, so- by, you know, if there are any conditions around being loved, right, that's not love, that's manipulation. By just saying unconditional, right? So the opposite of that, that's that's still not love. That's not the essence of it because there's still this, um, it's like taffy. That's that's the what's coming to me. I'm very intuitive. And so I get things that sometimes don't make sense, but it's like taffy and it's sticky and it holds fingerprints. And so when you say unconditional, it's almost tainted. You know, you'll never get it smooth. You'll never get it beautiful again. And it's not pure. Love is pure. Love is, I will love you to the ends of time because, because you are broken, because you do things differently, because of all your magnificence, not even though, even though you're crazy, I love you. No, not at all. I love you because you're crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I love that. Yeah. Not that even though, yeah. oh my goodness, that hits home. <laughs> You know, so even though you love your work so much, I love you. Like I can tolerate that. Oh, being tolerant is not love. And how do you feel about love and how it shifts and changes? Yeah, well, it shifts and changes because we shift and change and we understand it deeper, you know, especially as entrepreneurs, I think we're forced to grow (laughs) in these, not even that we're forced, but we want to grow, right? And so I think about my husband and I, we both own our own businesses. My husband has been growing and exponentially because kind of unwillingly, I think it's really funny because I'm big into self-development. And as we grow, our understanding of love deepens and it changes. And we're, we've been married for 15 years. Uh, no, 11. We've been together for like 15, I think. <laughs> Numbers are irrelevant at this point, right? <laughs> and I think about, I love him more now in this moment than I did the day we got married. And I, and I kind of giggle because I thought that was love. I thought 15 years ago, I loved you. And I didn't know the tip of the iceberg of what love is, but still to me in that moment of where I was, that was love in that broken, young, naive Mariah still loved to the most of my abilities. And so now my well is just deeper. My receiving container is deeper. Therefore I can give more because I understand myself. My love comes from a deeper place. So it just has a different flavor, you know, instead of being like this dusty rose color, it's like this deep, vibrant ruby color. But 10 years ago, I didn't know it was just dusty rose. It was, it was just love to me. So what's really cool is there's no levels of love. It's not like when we say like, oh, I'm going to shift to a higher vibration. Well, no, not really. You know, it's, it's all love. It's just your willingness to like see the full spectrum of color instead of just like the boring white on top. 
And I, what else is coming up for me? It, it, it is more about being in the present moment and knowing what love means to you in that moment and evolving and shifting and letting go of the expectation of what you used to think that it looked like, or even who you used to be as a couple, because it evolves and grows as you grow, if you let it. Yeah. And especially if you're willing to do the work and the healing work and looking at yourself and shifting those patterns. When we're younger, we often take a lot of nonsense from our parents and and our families. So we understand love through a lens of what love means to them. That's how we learn. But then as we kind of shift and we find our people, whether, you know, it's a partner or a deep friendship or soul connection that way, it doesn't necessarily have to be romantic. We can have platonic love that is just as deep with best friends and great friends that is no less important. But as we shift away from that family unit and we begin to understand love in our own ways, it shifts. I'll never forget many years ago, I looked at my husband and, and he wouldn't yell at me. I was like, would you just yell at me? To me, that was love because I came from a family who yelled. He, his family is like quiet as mice. And to me, it was terrifying because if he didn't yell at me, he didn't care enough. Mm-hmm. Right. So that was my understanding of love. Well, no, that's just stuff I need to unpack. And together we can create this beautiful, well, what does love really look like when you take away the hurt, when you just open yourself to connection and you're willing to just sit with me and chat, you know, we don't have to have those big fights to experience love. So that's, what's really cool as we grow and we're willing to shift ourselves from people who no longer um, are in alignment. Right? I love that because we each have our own unique perspective of love. We each have our own conditioning. Like you mentioned the yelling part, that's conditioning. That's not bad or good or labeled. It just is. So it's just the conditioning and learning to release that. So how do you work with people in doing that? And who is it that you truly work with? And how does that encompass what you do with self-love? Yeah. So I work typically with moms who are open-minded and, you know, a lot of the work I do is deeply spiritual, deeply spiritual. So we work through connecting to the self first. I don't even really mention love at first because sometimes we're in such this fight or flight response, like that doesn't even seem possible. And so really just like, okay, let's find a little bit of joy. Let's find a little bit of pleasure. Can you remember when you were a kiddo, what was that thing that you loved to do that you have forgotten? Like, let's, let's bring a little bit of that out, you know, let's have a little bit of fun. And it's, it's playful because this work is not easy by any means. And it is not for the faint of heart. You have to tear down those walls. We do small group program and we really focus on what are your dreams? What were they? What were those tastes? Because in order for us to go forward, let's look back. When we were young, we didn't have any of that conditioning and we were pure. And then we move into mom knowing there is nothing that is, in my opinion, more accurate than that. You read stories after stories after stories. And so developing that, because that's how moms begin to lead their lives. When they can follow those breadcrumbs that oh, this is going to serve me and this isn't. Because if we can't use that discernment to pay attention to our intuition, to get guidance, then we're still lost. And we're still using outside conditioning to guide us. And really as moms, it's so important. And as entrepreneurs and, and, and just as women, as feminine creatures to listen 
to that intuition to use our common sense knowing and our intuition and make beautiful decisions to lead our families and to decide do we need to lead from the front or from the back or from the middle like where do I need to be in this moment and so really developing that intuition and then we kind of step into love because the pattern it's it's while it's circular you know you have to begin to know yourself, right? Who am I? You know, like the most practical experience I always give is like, I'm gluten intolerant. If I eat gluten, I get migraines, right? If I don't know that about myself, I can't take care of myself. And if I can't take care of myself, I can't love myself. So it's kind of like this circle where we get to know ourselves and then we can take care of ourselves and then we love ourselves. And because we love ourselves, oh, let's get to know ourselves a little bit better. Mm -hmm. And then we can take care of ourselves even more. And then I can love myself even more. And so it's like this spiral of just getting to know it's very Plutonian, you know, let's go a little bit deeper. Let's look at the shadows because that's where the magic is. Well, you do have the 48 in your chart and that's depth. I have the 48 too. And anything that is surface level, I'm like, uh, okay, when are we going to get to the real work? Because this is yeah. like surface. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. And, and that also is a projector me like, like, I want to go deep. Like, I don't know all the things. It's no fun to just to know yourself surface level either. Like, why would you like, but, but that's just us. There are yeah, people, so you true. know, in the charts, you see it. Like, you're like, oh, okay, this person is more surface level. That's just, it is. <laughs> and they enjoy those surface level connections. But I think at some level, you have to be willing to at least peek into your depths if you're going to access um, the love that's available to you, right? So maybe you don't share that depth with other people. And I totally respect that. That is, sometimes things are just sacred. Um, a lot of times they are. But knowing yourself and the patterns, I think we all can benefit from that. Yeah. And knowing ourselves really, because how can you truly love yourself if you don't know yourself, if you're only a reflection of what you believed you wanted to be or people told you, right? Mm -hmm. So if you were to say one, well, I think the entire podcast, we've been talking about provoking certain things and the way that you see things and see self-love and being a mom and all that. So if you were to give one little poke or insight for those that may be thinking that they already love themselves or maybe thinking, oh, I don't need that. I'm good where I'm at. Uh, Or maybe I don't want to get deep. Like what is one little provoking thing that you could say that was like, hmm, just make you think a little bit. I put you on the spot. (laughs) (laughs) Totally on the spot. I want to be like, I, I want to swear and be like, fuck that. Like, that's no fun. Like the fun's at like the center of the Tootsie Pop. You know what I mean? You can keep looking and looking and then all of a sudden you get this magnificent, chewy, delicious little treat in the middle. I would say there's always more and there's always a surprise. There's always that one thing that you're like, hmm, I wish I could do that. I wish I had the courage to do that. Like, come on, like wear the bikini, wear the scandalous thing, do the thing, you know, like, for me, it was do jujitsu. That was like, oh my God, like that's like so edgy. And, and I did it. I'm like, oh my God, I love this. And now there's other things, you know, so there's always, there's always something you're wishing for. And as soon as you love yourself enough, you make it happen. So. Mm. And I love that too, because you mentioned go back to yourself when you were a kid. And I talk yeah. about that too, because <laughs> we truly knew who we were when we were kids. We had, we were living our best selves while we were kids, most of us, unless you had really, really early trauma in the childhood. Yeah. 
but there's always that thing that you think of when you were younger. Oh, I used to love doing that, but then somehow it's gotten lost. Yeah. And sometimes go ahead. It's really important to realize that sometimes it's not literal. Sometimes for me, it was definitely, I'll never forget. I was sitting in preschool and I was like, I want to be a mom. (laughs) I'm looking around now, my 30, you know, how old am I? Almost 34 year old stuff. I'm like, oh, I was there. But taking care of helping people, guiding people, that flavor of leading clients and helping them shape their lives and grow. Yeah, absolutely. That's the flavor I want. So when you think back to childhood, get creative. What is the flavor and the essence of what you were dreaming of, right? So maybe you don't want to be a firefighter, but you want to be brave. You want to be courageous. You want to, you know, help people. You know, you want to protect them, things like that. Mm-hmm. And the mom thing too, you know, you learned so much about yourself through that experience. Absolutely. I would so not maybe be- your young, conscious, unconscious little girl was like, I want to be a mom because that's where the work's going to be. That's where I'm going to learn. A hundred percent. And I will tell you, nothing triggers me more than moms. <laughs> <laughs> so I would love for you. We're almost at time for going into all things that you do. Is there anything that you want to share with us? All of your socials and everything will be in the show notes. So all that is good. But is there anything that you want to share with us? Is there an offering that you're starting? I have this mini training and it is technically for crystals, but it works for any decision-making and it helps you tap into that. Let's use what I know, plus my intuition and make a beautiful decision. What it does is it takes all of the pieces of life in a really practical way and helps you make a decision using your intuition that you can feel really good about because we make so many decisions every day as moms and learning to really lean into that, that gut feeling and trust that and trust the practical. That is where magic happens. So that training, I I would love to get it in the hands of as many moms and as women as possible, because it really helps trust (laughs) That, that magical thing inside of us. That's so important. So you said that you do it with, with stones? Yeah. So I do a lot of work. I, I balance crystals with moms. And so the training is, is technically how to choose the perfect crystal, but really it outlines just a beautiful way to make decisions. And crystals are a very tangible, easy thing to make a choice with. It's not like, what college do my kids go to? Or do I go with this vendor or this vendor? There's no risk when you choose a crystal. There's nothing that can go wrong. So practicing with low risk things is key. (laughs) So it's coming up for me. Actually, my daughter loves crystals. That would be awesome for her to even just try and play with it because at a young age, she's still pretty authentic. I mean, I can still, she's 11. So I see some shifting happening. But it might help even your kids, depending on what age they are, if they like crystals. A hundred percent, right? And it builds that belief bank. The more we do it, the more we see success from it, the the easier it is to use that with big decisions. Do I buy this house or not? Do I date this person or not? When those things have impact. So practice with the pretty shiny, sparkly things. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Mariah, for being here. I appreciate you. Everything will be in the show notes for everybody. So you can take a look at her website and all her socials and her offerings and all that goodness. And then on the next podcast, we are going to be going into your chart a little bit. You are a splenic projector. So we will be going into that. I just wanted to say thank you so much. So grateful to meet you and so grateful that you're here. Thank you. Bye. 
My hope is that you walked away with something today that has opened your mind, your heart, or both. Listening to new perspectives not only help you grow and expand, but it helps humanity as a whole. So if you have someone that you feel would benefit from this podcast and you feel that you want to share, please do. Also, would love to connect with you on Instagram. So please follow me at Miranda J. Mitchell. One last thing, if this episode left you with any ahas and insights, take 30 seconds of your time and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way I know you are loving the content and connection in this space. And if you want to know more or wondering how we can work together, please go to Miranda-Mitchell.com. Click on the contact in the menu and send me a message. Sending you all love. Till next time.